Recently, Google's CEO declared company productivity isn't where it needs to be. He launched an initiative to solicit ideas from his team about how to improve focus and efficiency at the tech giant. Productivity is one of the greatest drivers of a company's success. When it stalls, so too does momentum and ultimately profits. I'm Home Thrive's Mike Pachenik. On this edition of The Balancing Act, we're talking to veteran HR leader Joe Bosch about measuring and boosting productivity in your organization. Bosch has helmed HR at DirecTV, Pizza Hut, PepsiCo, and more. Joe, welcome to the podcast. So can a company accurately measure its employee productivity? There's a lot of jobs that are easy to measure. I mean, I look at like manufacturing, it's easy to measure output, employee output. Um, sales obviously is an easy one to me- easier one to measure. Retail is another industry where it's probably easier to measure employee productivity and company productivity. But there's a lot of jobs that are difficult to measure. For great HR people, that's one of their primary challenges is to think about how do they build a culture and environment that a company can perform at its highest level. The interesting thing is I find most companies don't have good metrics for measuring productivity. You know, a lot of companies default to you know, labor costs as a way to measure productivity. And what you're seeing a lot of the big human capital management systems right now, like Workday and Oracle, you know, their sales pitch is really becoming about how do you measure productivity? How do you measure employee employee costs? It's just, it's it's not, a, it's not an easy thing to do. So I, I do think the answer is yes, you can. Um, and you've got to have a workforce strategy, I think that actually supports creating a more productive workforce. Got it. So what's a good workforce strategy to ensure this culture is in place? Your workforce strategy has to be, it has to actually create an environment where every employee can come to the workplace and bring 100% of their skills, their abilities, their energy, where they're motivated to bring those things every day. And what I believe, and this is something I think about in my career that I have to think about is, it's gotta be a balanced um, strategy in the sense that it's gotta meet the company's needs for performance. It's gotta meet the company's need for driving higher productivity. Um, But it also has to balance with what employees need outside of the workplace. Joe, what's the correlation between a highly engaged workforce and a productive one? I think since 2014, engagement across, at least in the US, has been going down. And there's always a debate about the highly engaged, uh, people are totally disengaged. And I think what you want to glean from that is that middle group that's kind of, I'll say, marginally engaged. This is, to me, always the swing population. This is the population that's struggling with either they're not aligned with the company's mission and goals, or they're not feeling good about who they work for, is it like their supervisor? Um, and those are often the employees that will shift to uh, either you know, leave the company, resign, or become less engaged. Obviously, there's a lot of discussion right now about this quiet quitting. Um, you know, there's a debate whether that's real or not. But I suspect those are the less engaged employees that have decided it's not worth my energy, my time, or my commitment to put 100 plus percent into the job. I'll just do my base job because I'm not getting a return on my investment. So, bottom line is, I think, Mike, I would default to an engagement survey data and probably back that up with focus groups to kind of get a real sense of my productivity if I don't have hard objective metrics. Okay, let's talk about the pandemic. We know it really exposed some shortcomings and our reliance on those around us for supports. How would you say it illuminated the plight of employees doubling as unpaid family caregivers? 
it's a population that isn't that visible all the time. And there's probably a number of reasons why people don't raise their hand and ask for help. I think the, you know, recognizing stress in the workplace has clearly got to become an HR skill set because there's probably more greater stress than ever before. And uh, the good news is out of the pandemic, it's made it a little bit easier to talk about. It's, it's not quite a, as much of a stigma. And I think that's going to be true with caregivers as well. Joe, how can organizations identify the caregivers in its ranks and provide them support so they can be both productive and present? Companies use focus groups to kind of dig in. Is this an issue that's within our company that we should be addressing? So I think the data is there. Um, and some, I'm not talking to other companies, use claims data. Um, uh, you know, anonymously use healthcare, their claims data to determine who is seeking what kind of benefits and see how many employees in their population actually had uh, caregiver responsibility. So there's ways to get that data. Um, it's not easy, but I think you, if you work it, you can get it. Um, the good news is there's probably more people that know about this than maybe we think, but I think an organized communication with the executive team to build both awareness and support, clearly manager, training managers. I think training managers in this hybrid workspace is an issue anyways, because we know a lot of supervisors admit this, they don't necessarily have the skills to deal with a remote workforce yet. Um, some do, some don't. So I think training managers, and then, you know, this, this idea of meeting people where they are. I mean, on the caregiver world, people are going in and out of caregiving. They're not, it's not a static number all the time. Uh, people might have a four or five year stint where they're caring for somebody and then, that, then, they, then they, that obligation goes away. So recognizing this is not just a set number of people in a, in a static situation. And then I say, to me, look hard at your benefit suite within your workforce strategy and say, do I have, is there an opportunity to provide support for this, you know, 20% of my potential population, unique support that I don't have today? Um, and I think that's a real opportunity. And lastly, Joe, what kinds of benefits do you think companies should put in place to help boost productivity? I think clearly, and this is why I think remote work and hybrid work is so popular, Scheduling is key. Um, people are looking for control over their lives. Um, I think the pandemic highlighted the lack, kind of the lack of control people had. And I think that's one of the reasons I think, you know, one of the factors in this high turnover rate right now is I think people are looking for control in their lives. So I think um, thinking hard about flexibility and scheduling, I think all the companies that are wrestling with remote work and how to bring people back, recognizing why don't people want to come back um, or why do they want certain days off? I think on the benefit side, I clearly think you have to consider, look at your holistic benefit offerings and say, do these fit with our you know, company values and our employee value proposition? And do, are there enough specific benefits that target large populations like a caregiver population? Is there things we can do for these people that have these other obligations that would make it easier for them to do their work, come to work, you know, bring all their energy. Um, and I think you got to go be rigorous. I'll tell you right now, I do know this, it's HR leaders are going to be under tremendous pressure to justify all the things they added during the last two, three years during the pandemic, because as the economy slows and productivity becomes a bigger issue, they're going to need to validate these, these programs are a good return on investment. Well, thank you again, Joe Bosch, for joining me on this episode of The Balancing Act. To learn more about ways to boost productivity on your team, visit our blog. You can find it at balancingact.homethrive.com. That's balancingact.homethrive.com. For Home Thrive, I'm Mike Pachenik.